Welcome to the Practically French Podcast. Oh, hecky darn. I drink to forget, but I always remember. Yeah, you didn't follow Pona. What do you, how do you get a job here? That shit beautiful than a motherfucker. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, thank you. God love you, Jesus Christ. Hey, yo. Oh, daddy. Hey, let, let's, have, let's have fun on this podcast. Well, we can talk about that now. Fucking facts. <laughs> Oh, thank you. God love you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Baba Gabba Gabba. Hey, everybody. This is your host of Practically Friends Podcast, Kyle. You know, aka your drunk ass podcast. I'm here with all my practical friends, and let's get the shit show started. Drink on for a minute. Oh shit, we're back again, y'all. I don't know if we can top that last episode, but we're gonna damn sure try. Shout out to Draywall, El Capone, was a Draywall Nation, Dre, Dre Fam or whatever. It's okay though. Yeah, there we go. Wow. <laughs> Alright, a lot better there. Yeah. Alright, welcome to episode 83 of Practically Friends Podcast, your favorite drunk ass podcast. As always, I am your host, Kyle, and we got Deport here. Well, hello. And tonight we have a, a special guest. We got Benny. How do you spell? How do you say your last name? Oh, I just go by Benny Rich, man. Benny Rich? Yes, sir. All right. So quiet. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I'm not trying to be quiet. Yeah, I just, I just normally go by Benny Rich. My bad. All right, Benny Rich. Yes, sir. Go with that. I go by many names. Ah, man. It just seems like we've been having to wait all fucking day. I know. uniform is that? My police uniform. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're a cop? Yeah. Fuck. There's a sting operation. Jesus, it's the this fuzz. is a sting <laughs> operation. Alright, so first rule of being on the Practically Friends podcast, you yes, have to, you have to take a little sip of the creature in honor what? of our... What? You have to. What? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, no. sir. Oh, no. Hey, the good times, better friends, and the memories we have. I have a chaser. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Here, let, let's take a nips real quick. And... <sighs> Woo! As Nate would say, a little, uh, a little slip under the bleachers for you. <gasps> That's why I had a pipe oh, and a punch, cool. buddy. Oh, had... by the way, we do save burps. 
Fuck yeah, we do. Um, because uh, was that eighty one? Was it eighty one? That's the one I did. Yeah, the one where he was. It was kind of like a shorter episode. Uh, we had Junior here try his. Uh, try was it a get? Give the captain's chair a try. A try. He was taking notes and shit. It's like, oh, this motherfucker takes it seriously. Yeah, you know, like my, like my setup and everything. Yeah, and like he's like, you want to, you want to record? You, uh, 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 you want to record? It's like, I, I let's do it. At <laughs> first, it, it was kind of like a like a pop quiz. Like he got everything set up just like I like it. He did the leveling good, and he was playing drops more more than I do because Jax, Jax will get pissed off on how often I will use the soundboard. And it's probably a blessing that this program crashes all the fucking time. <laughs> so, it does. It's so but, stupid. But it's I, like, I, uh, but I have, I have probably damn near a hundred burps. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty solid. That's yeah, pretty from like you now know, you like, have a hundred and one. Oh yeah, and that's and, why I flagged one, it. Yeah, amen. And now one of them's a Benny Rich burp. Fuck yeah, dude. I have a Fuck question. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Do we wanna? Oh shit, that's great! Burp test. A burp test. A oh, you want Well, he doesn't really know the the members of the crew. He doesn't know. Neither the did four. I the first time. Well, I mean, there's going to be pretty much me, Nate, Tate, and Jax. Right. Uh, with unless a couple it, of uh, curveballs in there. But no, before we get, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll play like guess who burped. And uh, when he did his episode, I sat where you're sitting, and I was like, oh, I got this because I see it all the fucking time, mm. you know. And I'm the one that pulled that. Pulls the audio. <laughs> Dude, I thought I started off pretty good, and then all of a sudden he's throwing me curveballs. I'm like, damn, it's really hard on the other side, it, man. Yeah. But yeah. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Trey Wall. Trey Wall. Oh, God damn it, it crashed again. Shit! And this is what God, we talked I need about a, crashing. I need, I need a better fucking program for Don't my worry, drops. I'll look. Yeah. So, yeah, we got uh, Benny Rich here, man. I've yes, been to sir. two of your yes, shows. Sir, you have. I've been to one. How'd yeah, like he, was, he was at the Summer Smash thing. Fuck yeah, how'd yeah. you like it? Ah, it was interesting. I, got, uh, I, we I have really bad social surprised. anxiety, so. We were, Me but, too. But, but I think what he means is like, uh, as far as the talent. Oh, yeah, it, it was good. I think we were, I was definitely pleasantly surprised. Believe this shit or not. Most artists that you meet will have more social anxiety about meeting you than vice versa. Oh, I know. Well, it's probably because their rap is their art to connect and like right. their way of expressing themselves, their their uh, outlet, if you will. That's what. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd be like, someone just got off stage and they they probably oh, talked about like dealing with fucking God knows what and right. named X Y Z enters left yeah. and they're just like, hey, I felt X Y Z about your music. I think yeah. you're cool as fuck. And I've had, I've even seen people get off stage and people walk up to them and they're like, hey man, I, I really didn't like that track because fucking XYZ. So, I mean, it, it's always it's just... It's vice versa. Yeah, there's there's anxiety on both ends, especially... Uh, I mean, of course there's going to be hate, but you the haters hate. Facts. You just got to get rid of it. Facts. Haters be shading. Right. <laughs> or as Drewall would say, haters going to hate. Or is that uh, Capone? Uh, what, what, what now? I think you have a drop of that. Uh, let me look. Hey, facts! <laughs> Dude, I was sitting here. I tried to do the uh, collecting the drops a different way this time. Like, I flagged it all out, you know? And then I I did all the editing. Did the, the bumper music, you know, the intro, bumper music, and then the outro. Isolated, you know, but I still had it uh, flagged. So instead of doing it as I'm listening, because I have to listen to the entire episode 
and edit yeah. before I mix it down and shit. So uh, I just I just waited until I got done and then went back to the markers and found because there was stuff before and after like because I don't hit it the flag like perfect then every time. Dude, I was going through there. I was laughing my ass <laughs> off. Like, I've probably listened to that episode like three times so far. With, I think it's one of our best ones. Logan and Drywall? Yeah. I think it's one of our best ones. Fuck yeah, dude. Rappers are always fucking... You know, dude, they were fucking they're chill. They're always a person. I feel like, yeah. But With the exception of one person, but we won't right. say that. Logan's always a fucking... They're yeah. always a good personality to have come out, bro. That, that, yeah, yeah, like I'll ride my bike around around the block and shit. I saw his Facebook live where he was like, "I'm gonna fucking kill who took my bike." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh, oh, oh shit!" That shit was crazy. But yeah, I ran into a parked car with my bike. <laughs> Maybe that's why he loves his bike so much. No oh, shit. If my bike no shit. bike lasted the fucking car crash, I'm keeping it with me. Right. I'm too dark to be white. But I'm Why? too light to be black. That's <laughs> what? <laughs> that was drywall. I know. That was when like, we were saying, like, what are you? Like when they first met. <laughs> I'ma say it, bro. I've always known that man was Caucasian. Man, he's I've he's got the always, car- Caucasian I, persuasion, but man, he's he's got soul. <laughs> I saw I saw that man and I was like, damn. Yeah. And then I said I said, What are you? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, this man is white. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I, yeah, no, but uh, well, like, well, like, you're gonna be part of the uh, the burp library. Thank you. I mean, as much as I, we kind of got a rhythm going with the people that are in the uh, studio, often, like, if you could kind of read each other, since everybody's looking at each other, you can kind of read it. It's like, oh, we got to make sure this burp is clean because it's right. looking like a good one, you know. But if it's not clean, I don't. I don't fucking save it. This is uh, actually uh, one. Damn it! <laughs> Hopefully that's a decent one. Uh, but this is one of the infamous ones. This is my other nephew. Uh. <laughs> and then we got that burp at fucking uh. business. <laughs> Wait, who was that? Me. Okay. <coughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> Goddamn right. Uh, <coughs> I don't know if you ever, uh, if you're familiar with uh, Dalton. He he knows uh, that guy Dakota that was at the last show. Uh, I guess he went to school with him. Oh, I I saw him make like a shitty post about me. I think. I'm really? like, what? Yeah, he definitely did. He was like, he was like, came out and had a good time at the at the Summer Smash event. Was definitely subpar. He was like. Well, I, I forget the exact wordage of it, but it was some stupid shit. Like, had a really good time. You know, it wasn't the best concert, but yada yada. And 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 I mean, you know, all shout out to him for thinking that his Facebook post to his twelve friends is going to get me any form of promotion. But you know, just don't even say it if you're going to say right. something good, and then I just immediately shit on something that took someone fucking months to put together. Right. Wow. Dude's a whole citizen. <laughs> Dude's a whole citizen. That's a fucking drop right there. Yeah. Dude's an entire <laughs> citizen speaking on something that takes <clears throat> Boy, oh boy. So I think we might have to cold call this motherfucker and see what actually happened. Who, Dalton? Yeah. Yeah. And then Dale. Oh, yeah, and then Dale. My brother from another mother. <laughs> um, but about Harkness, what's up? 
No, no, uh, I remember, uh, no, I was just saying Dalton because he did uh, some burp drops for us, like like saying PFP and, Fuck yeah. and shit like that. And uh, since he knew uh, that guy, Dakota, or whatever, I figured you may have been in the same circles or whatever. I've, believe it or not, bro, I have, me and Dakota have been tight for probably about a year and a half, two years now. That was I'm, a good one. I'm working on a fucking, and I've been taking my time doing it just because I have so many fucking other open projects at like all times. Like it's literally crazy. Like I'll be editing music videos for an artist, yeah, and like working on beats for someone else, writing lyrics for somebody else, setting up my own show, working on my own project. So like, me and I'm working on this music video for him for a fucking while. He's been is it the the same uh, same one that 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 Drewall and them were were gonna yeah because they mentioned something they were in in Cahootery with with them yeah. were in yeah, there. I'm yeah. so looking forward to that because he Dude, really blew my mind. It's like, oh no, here comes another fucking boondocks right. yeah. roll yeah. or like fucking Florida Georgia, what's her fuck, you know? Like, and yeah. then he came out and really impressed me. Even Offset, I went because I went in saying fuck this guy, and then he really, really won you over. He's yeah, he won me over <laughs> instantly. I, I, I love being wrong about those like. Uh, uh, Artists? Was it pre, uh, disp- uh, what's underground the- artists? No, no, like you're you're predisposed to like your, what's the thing? What's the word I'm a thinking? Stereotype? Of? No, like you're you're um, pre. pre- you're more than likely to sound like you, like-, like you judge before you know like like I I want to be book wrong before it's cover type shit. Kinda, it's like it's never like, judge I'll- a book before it's cover. I always judge a book before it's fucking cover. Uh, yeah. Of course you do. Why the fuck do you think it has a cover? So the pages don't get dirty, silly boy. Exactly. <laughs> don't worry, little boy. The summary on the back tells me everything. Don't worry, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you familiar with Leo and Satan? Not, not. Oh not shit! Oh my god! It's uh, I should have never showed him those fucking little animations on YouTube. They're old, but uh, they're fucking. It's like a little boy and Satan that hang out. And uh, Leo and Satan, and I've got a few drops. It's just, it's now it's like he'll want me to fucking do the voice. It's like, don't worry, little boy. Yeah, <laughs> socks is for your feet, silly. <laughs> it's like they're trying to get sugar for their pancakes. They end up uh, getting meth from the oh. whimsical stranger. That's happened to me a few times. And then like, <laughs> and then like they eat it. And it's like, Ugh! and then you just see Satan, huge as hell, crushing a freight liner in the ocean, and like. Leo's just naked with a bottle of booze next to him and shit. Sometimes and he just that's what up, happens. What the fuck happened? And that was not sugar. You asked for it. That was not you sugar on those fucking no. things. No, no, no. It was cracker. Uh, how much do you want? It's like I have some pubic hair and a pe- uh, button. Even it was a uh, <laughs> the UK version of a penny. Penny. It was a penny. Oh. It's the UK version of Penny. What, one sterling? Yeah. Whatever it's called. But, uh, yeah, how's Some that shot treating you, buddy? Uh, believe it or not, I low-key day drink all fucking day. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. People have 80-some-odd episodes to figure out I'm a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to hide shit. Right. <clears throat> no, no I, I'll wake up, and I'll be like, I'll take my... It's a uh, shot time. Well, yeah. I'll, well I'll, I'll drink, like... I don't drink coffee. I'll do like a big glass of ice cold water to where it hurts. That's how cold I love it. 
And then after I'm done with that, I'll light a cigarette and be like, all right, beer time. Yeah. I'm going to keep it on. Dude, I, I literally do not put anything like any food or drink into my body until like 2 p.m. Not even out of like a conscious choice. It's just like I for like It's I, your habit now. I that's, have to remind myself. That's kind of like, how I'll I have am. to be like, hey, dude, you haven't eaten today. Oh, <laughs> Casey will get on my ass for not eating. It's that's like, I'm not hungry. I know. I'll just be like, or I completely forgot to eat. I'll yeah. just be like, I Especially forgot that I shit. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought uh, from our conversation before, I thought you didn't drink at all. Uh, I tried not to. Uh, well, especially since today. you're driving, too. So. Yeah, today was probably... Yeah, see, like, we're responsible here at today PFE. Today was probably, like, the first time in probably, like, eight months that I fucking drank, and I only drank today because I was out on the lake fucking relaxing, man. Really? I was out in the Hoochie Daddy shirt and shorts just fucking chilling. Hoochie Daddy? Hoochie Daddy. Are you talking about, like, those uh, Larry Bird type shorts? They were not knee-tip... They were not fingertip length. They were very, very much so... Oh, you went European. Piece. I was going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was going crazy. It was speedo levels. Hey, whatever. Speedo levels of riz. Whatever I'll, floats I'll your boat. You asked for it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you asked what I'm for saying. it. I'm saying they asked for it. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine at all. I fucking love that show. Hot damn! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Balthazar is a thirsty bitch. No, all right. But fucking... With Harkness, yeah, dude, he's a fucking. That's that's what his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's even like off fucking stage. He's the fucking stand-up individual. Like no, that. I I immediately um, I, I know you were like it's kind of hard to judge somebody like, I was just saying this to Casey like today, or yesterday. It was really hard for me to judge um, your character because every time I'm there to meet you, you're fucking busy. You're MCing. Uh, you know, uh, and you're man. and you're doing your shows, and I understand that, you know. But like, I could tell just from our little exchanges this week, you know, like kind of talking about, you know, uh, the the show coming up, and the fact that you were so gung ho about it, yeah, you know, it's like, and it's just like, hey, every night in Practically Friends podcast is a good night. I'm like, fucking right. It's like this this is going to be a good episode. It's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I just it kind of sucks that you know like you didn't have the time, and I understand that, <laughs> and I know it's kind of hard, you know. Especially at the, the the latest one when I was like trying to like ask you to you know about the cards and Dude. and this that and everything and I kind of wanted to you know like do like a little advertisement there on a uh, on the mic just real quick but I know you were busy and that was really a lot Dude, to ask somebody especially believe, when you don't know what you're advertising believe this shit or not somebody literally speaking of just how busy literally about a week after I had that concert I get a call from the venue and I get a call from. Uh, uh, a paving company and they were like hey dude some someone left their car here and it's just sat here for the past fucking week really someone just left their fucking car and they someone got came, too drunk yeah pro- no they, they lost their keys in the fucking crowd <sighs> and i have a story like that <laughs> and they fucking they didn't they didn't come and pick it up so that shit got towed and like, like and that goes along with like yeah even the like i'm extremely busy with like music videos because they hold you responsible for that because your name is that's on what i'm saying yeah. i'm 100 percent because renting fu- that quote-unquote venue is you that's my spot for them right? yeah some shit happens, anything happens, I am held 100%. It's like the so same I'm, thing about, you know, if you have a house and you're throwing a party and you don't have insurance and right. somebody gets hurt, you're, you're fucked. fucked. Yeah. yeah. And, and at like the Raquel show, at the, the, at the eating. Fu- huh? I mean like yesterday with the weed eating? Yeah. And exactly even, like that. And prior to the fucking Summer Smash at uh, the... Raquel's? An- yeah, at the anniversary, because that was an anniversary concert for the first concert I ever held. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't know, because we went there, um, it almost felt last minute. 
And it, I remember it was still cold. Well, that was we that, took the Harley out there, and it was fucking freezing. That was me kind of just being like, you know, with everybody from fucking, can, like, okay. So the way that the, 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 let me fucking just step back. All right. Uh, I originally had booked a, a much cheaper venue, and it was a, a venue that I had went with a few times. What there they, in Salem? Yeah, and it was the Legion, the American Legion. And oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, they basically were just kind of like, yeah, dude, you're going to need to fuck off with these concerts. And I was like... Was it getting too rowdy for them? Yeah. And I was just kind of like, all right, completely understandable. And I'm, I'm to the point where there's no other fucking venues in Salem that would take a rap concert. What is Raquel's normally? That's a that's a restaurant, dude. That's a steak fucking like... That's what I was thinking. That's a sit down, yeah. like fancy... Like, as soon as you walk in, it feels like it'd be like right. a bistro. That's what it is. Yeah. So it was like, it was just me like, okay... My first initial plan of venues got fucked. How do I make this the coolest, sickest, dopest thing possible? How the soon shortest? did you get uh, uh, 86 by the Legion before... A week. A week? Yeah. And you got that together in less in yeah. a week? Wow! It took, dude. It did took you, me. Do you know, like, know the owners, or did you have to no. like pull, like? Grease I had it? no personal. There was no connection. I called the restaurant, spoke to a fucking waitress, and said, "Hey, uh, can I speak to the owner of the establishment? I just wanted to know." You didn't have to uh, grease any palms or nothing. Good on you, man. Fuck well done. And that's congratulations. The and that's Smart. the thing. Here's the thing. It's the footwork that people just have to step out of that little bit of anxiety. Like you know what? It, the worst thing that's ever going to happen is someone's going to say no. And there's seven or eight billion people on this fucking world. Yeah. People are gonna say fucking no. That's what you think. I called probably four or five other places uh, prior to Raquel's, and they were like, "A rap concert? You can go fuck yourself, kid." And I was like, oh, okay, Well, cool. like, immediate answer? Like, yeah, you it, were it waiting on debatable. calls back? It wasn't debatable. It was, no. Just, hell no. no. Who the fuck do you think you no. are? You know, I set up a fucking meeting with Raquel's, went in there. Uh, we sat down over a, a lunch table, went over paperwork. And I'm not going to well, lie. Well, liability and, like, you know, I'm concessions so, and percentages and shit like that. So, booking the, booking the venue space was 1,000 plus. For the night. Yeah. We bought tickets. Yeah. That's what, for the night. And that's before sound equipment. That's before I paid my door people. That's before fucking anything with money happens. Right. So I literally was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to, since I have such a t- short time span, I'm going to compensate with that by pumping as much fucking, like, everybody, that was me saying everyone else in Kentucky and a sit the fuck back for a minute. And just Check watch, this out. watch what the fuck the, the like. I'm finna, the king's doing. The king's fucking it was like everybody sit back, watch what the fuck the king has to do for a minute, watch and the then you can control. have your concerts again. Yeah. That's why I said okay. You know, I could have, I really probably could have went out and searched for a different venue, but I was like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna stay homegrown. I'm gonna stay in Salem. I mean, that's the first time I've ever really like. I, I I've gone through Salem before, you know, like once or twice, but like that's the first time I actually hung out there. And um, I get that. That, I get told that show. And um, I went in there and was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. I get told that shit a lot. A yeah. lot of people don't come through Salem. It's a small, like, it, it's a small town. I like that little, like, you know, That's, little, the uh, square's square. dope as shit. Yeah. The square's uh, dope as fucking I, shit. I've been to Salem a few times. I don't. Eh. No, but that's what I'm saying. Nobody no, I thinks thought, it's I fucking. I thought Raquel's was there for that. I didn't. I thought, oh, this probably used to be a restaurant because they have, you know, concessions and shit. They, uh, so the way that that contract worked, believe it or not, 
Uh, this is something you can disclose? Yeah. Okay. We didn't even have it for the full day. Like, they just kind of told everybody that was eating there at 4 p.m. to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> they were just they like, said, fuck hey, y'all, get out. We're about to get <laughs> they were, ill real they quick. They were like, hey, dude, this guy's paying us pretty fucking well. I, I paid them more than they make probably making food. Oh, yeah. So, technically, you rented the place out. Yeah. yeah. I, I paid for I mean, that. that is pretty much what you did. I paid for them to be there. I paid for their employees to be there. And I paid for them to make the food and be good hosts, which they fucking were. Yeah. They killed that shit. That yeah. was amazing. I wish I Especially was with how rowdy it got. And that's where we uh, we met Cleasy. Uh, Cleasy's really? a fucking Dude, monster, he's been on the fucking bro. docket Cleasy's for months. A fucking monster. I'll call him. Like, we actually have a drop from him. Just like he's like, man, I work on Saturday. <laughs> he's fucking cool, and I didn't even recognize him I there at the Summer Cleasy. Smash. Yeah. I thought he was just waving at somebody behind me, and I, was, and I was texting. Him, I was like, "Where you at, man?" And it's like, man, dog, I just seen you. I feel Cleasy for sure thinks I'm like fucking insane because I'll be texting him at like midnight on some like personal deep shit. Like I'll just be like, "Hey, Cleasy. are you close with him?" I wouldn't even say that, bro. <laughs> I'd just be texting. That's him. Feel like, it's, like, hey, it's like, I'm going to talk to somebody who's going to listen. That's what right. I'm saying. Just be te- and, and it's not, I've known him for a, a short time span, but he's just like, too, he is he, so he's cool, fucking cool to a point where you're like, bro, I could probably tell this dude that I murdered somebody and he wouldn't tell nobody. He's like, all right, how many shovels we need, he dog? Tell <laughs> nobody. Like, where are we digging but, the hole? And just him, <laughs> like, just like Muhammad Ali's metal, they ain't going to find shit, bro. Yeah. Him as a creative, like, I don't know. He has a fucking, let me do this right now. Hang on. Hold on. Are you going to bring up a, a conversation or his no, music? No, I'm going to bring up. I'm going to bring up his fucking. No, because I know that I'm talking about him as a creative. I don't want to like sell him short and not shout him out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do. Right please now. do. Go ahead. I don't know what the fuck the name of his latest project is, but his latest project is like my. It's like something. It's I don't want to fucking say anything. I think. Hold on. Uh, I'm sure he'll find it. Yeah, because I think I uh, we follow each other on Instagram. Um. Yeah, pull that shit up, man, yeah, for real. There we go. And plus it'll be on, on that one. Right. Fuck yes. There we go while we're doing this. Stop. Start. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, forgot uh, about that. Was it Cleasy? Yeah, it's Cleasy, Cleasy. Uh, it's Cleasy, ho. It's Cleasy, ho. Brr, Cleasy brr, Picasso, baby. Brr, brr, brr. Yeah. Yes, sir. There he is. Yes, There's that handsome yes, devil. Yes, yes, yes. Fuck yes. yeah, dude. It's, um... Uh, my little dark world. Yes. So he's been promoting that for at the last few concerts, and bro, it has just been a fucking banger. Like every last song on that motherfucker is really smack. I cannot wait for it to release. I have I haven't heard uh, any of his new stuff, but I know that like a lot of the oh, shit there's you, a lot there's of you the, and him. Yeah, bro. Is that it? Ever Kells? Yeah, that was Ever Kells. Yeah, I, I think place. I was just outside of that photo actually. Huh, we I was outside smoking. <laughs> I fucking yeah. I've been I've been locked in with Cleezy since that show. Cleezy's dope as fuck. I I literally texted him the first text I sent him was hey. He's dude, really I, good about getting back with you too. Oh yeah, I was like, hey dude, I think your music's good as fuck. Like 100%. I would really love for you to come out and pop out. And he was like, yeah, bro, I'll be there. And he showed out and fucking did his thing. And me and him have been fucking tight since, bro. He's a fucking baller. I love dude, he's Cleezy. such a nice guy. Such a like Shout a class act, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so uh, his new stuff is called uh, "My Little Dark World." Apparently, it's gonna be it's oh, what, uh, uh, J- July twenty ninth. The album is yours here on. Um, uh, well, that's a TikTok uh, screenshot, but I'm just seeing this on Instagram. He better, and that's be. at it's Cleasy Ho. And he with better a, be on the fucking Practically Friends yeah. podcast. Well, no, he, he's been on shit. the fucking docket for like months. Yeah, like ever since that Raquel show. 
You know, because I was handing out cards there too. Yeah, bro, I still have a few of those in yeah. my car. I still keep. A, I keep. I mean, I've got. I've got so many fucking flyers I can give you. You like like be, like a, a was that a, a seven by tens or whatever? Like it's the ones you put in people's windshields. You'd yeah. be amazed, bro. Everything, literally everything that ever is handed to me in any of my concerts, I keep personally, mm-hmm. and like I probably have. Uh, Name dropping a few lyrically gifted LG gave me a fucking headband and I still have that shit. Fucking fat Shane gave me a shrimp gang bracelet and I still wear that shit. Rel Devet gave me a bully rap t shirt. I still wear that shit. Fucking like everything. Well, those those are like little little uh, uh, nuggets of like your progress yeah, and theirs too. That's you what know? I'm saying. Anything like, like anything. It's nostalgic and it's sentimental right. and it could, I mean it's like it's part of a story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. But I, I just, uh, I hope that, I'm just relieved that, uh, especially after the first show at Raquel's, that you didn't think that I was just sitting there just like trying to, I, you know, like, I was trying to, I only gave my cards out to people that I found uh, talented and interested, interesting, you know, like I wanted to, like, I'm not going to put somebody on here and just have some somebody some on here. I had, some, I had some fucking, okay. Because, well, it wasn't angry. It was just, it was a very good debate. A good back and forth. Right. You know? But the thing is that I was, I was uh, very clear-headed, and I knew exactly what I was going to, how I was going to punch a hole in his parachute every single time he started talking. You know? But, uh, but yeah, like, I'm not going to have somebody on here that I don't want to talk to. Um, You know? I mean, if, I I do, like, and I've been trying to branch out to, uh, Musicians, which you know we're starting to with you and Drewall and uh, El Capone. Shout out! <laughs> you missed out. Uh, it's a girl, mercy. <laughs> but um, but like I'm trying to get a hold of like local comedians, yeah, that are trying to get their names out there. Yeah. And then the thing is, if I help them, it's mutually beneficial, right? Because it, it's 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 uh it's it's uh like. Their fans are going to get a hold of me. And My fans are going to get yeah. a hold of them. Yeah. And if we have a good episode, then that's going to bump me up and bump that's them up. Bump It'll behoove up. both of us. Yeah. Right. You know, I think, honestly, bro, I believe this shit or not, I did stand up before I fucking rapped on stage. Really? Yeah. How I long did you do stand up? Like four shows, but I fucking smacked. Like, I did really well at yeah. those shows. So, like, I was to a point where I was like, okay, I can be cocky on stage. <laughs> so I, before, think that's, I think that's the biggest hurdle. That's, that's my superpower, bro, is I'm not, even if it's bad, I'm not afraid to show it in front of other people. What's, what's your trick? I don't care. Oh, you just, you just. It, um, here's the thing. It, does, it, doesn't, the way hit you, I see it doesn't hit you like the it way normally I, would. The way I see it. If I express something and it's good, it's going to stick around for way longer than my lifetime. Did if, you did you write stuff like beforehand? Like, did you have a set or did you just go up there and rest? I would just go up and wing it. Really? I would just I would just tell stories, and if the stories weren't killing it, I would make shit up as I went along. Nah. I mean, everybody's got their niche, you know. Right. And, and, I and uh, did it, and that's I, how a lot of comedians go, you know, like storytellers. I mean, you know, I'm you saying. know damn well I am such a fucking fanboy for Tom Segura, Jesus. and then and, fucking and, and Burt Kreischer, and their their stuff is mostly telling real life stories right. with some exaggerations because that's what comedians do. Right. They all and that's like a, and see and with that like with the real life storytelling and not like the confidence to be like, hey, here's a really embarrassing story. I'm gonna tell it in front of a few hundred fucking people. Having that level of confidence when performing music is it just gives you literally no level of fear. Like you're just performing solely for you. Now, right. see, now see, I can I can kind of um, I can actually 
level with you on this because I used to be in a band in high school. Fuck you. I know that kind of sounds cliche. No. Uh, but it was a metal band in high school, right in the peak of Kill Switch Engage and As I Dine and stuff. So that's and we play at the same fucking place every weekend. Yep. Right across the river, you know, down in Florida. But like we'd sell tickets at high school, yeah. you know, during our high school and um, that's a fucking. We only had about four or five songs, and one of them was an intro. Right. You know, like instrumental intro, where everybody kind of had their yeah. their like you know whatever. But that's I remember the like. first the first time we went up to play in front of people. Um, wasn't even actually our show. Yeah, it, it was it was somebody else's show in a um a, a storage unit, you know. Um, and and it was like it was packed. I mean, I'm surprised the cops didn't come. I mean, it was fucking packed. Fuck yeah. And um and the thing is, it was like um, I want to say like like grunge punk punk, you know, like you know, fuck your like Sex Pistols type, you know, yeah. rowdy mm-hmm. shit. Like really fun Jesus. to be at a show like that. But I'm not gonna listen to it in my car. Yeah, you know. So they're not even on the right tuning, and all of us, all the like before the band was even a band. Like we had just gotten a singer. He had no lyrics. He was just screaming into the mic. He was literally saying our names and like microphone, like like you couldn't tell what he was fucking saying. He was fucking Tyler, man. He was, I want to say like six one, skinny as a fucking rail. What like bowl bowl like. Blonde bowl cut with Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> this, but he had fucking pipes on him, yeah. dude. And like, they said, it's like, oh, you're. Go- We've been hearing about this band y'all done start. Fucking come up and play one of the songs. Wrong tuning. The <laughs> bass was fucked up. But hey, but, you got the experience of being right. Like, hey, I was what, nervous this is as what shit. It's not supposed to feel like this is what it's not. Believe this shit or not, dude. The first show, the first rap concert I ever did. Where I like solely performed and had songs prepared and all that shit. I opened for Draywall. That was my very first concert. What? Ever. Was that intimidating for you? No. Or to just kind of, you like know, I said, dude. I like did, uh, I did stand up. To, at that point, I was just kind of like, man, I'm ready to get like this water shit. off a duck's back. Yeah, I, I showed up and my main concern was I was just like, damn, dude, I really hope they don't fucking ID me at the fucking bar. <laughs> right. Well, that was it. This was like fucking two, three years ago. Now, if you're if you're part of the the, the act. Yeah, part of the, yeah, they, 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 but they, they hardly, they were chill as shit. Yeah, they it. don't and, really give a shit. Um, fucking, so I went on there and I definitely fucked up. Like my set was ass. My set definitely sucked. I definitely thought it was way better. And like, looking back at it now, I thought it was way better than it really was. It was right. probably that rush. Yeah, you know, and, that first time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I was just so fucking into it. I stayed on stage for maybe two minutes, and the rest of it, I was walking into the crowd screaming my lyrics at motherfuckers. Well, it was probably you yeah. know that passion, and you know you, you already broke that broke down the dam of uh, being you know stage fright and shit yeah. like that. Right. So like you were you had there's the first time you ever um, unleashed that part of yourself, you know. I mean, it's 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 a uh, very euphoric. And Draywall, fucking shout out to Draywall. He definitely fucking he definitely kept me fucking my head in the right spot because I showed up and I was kind of like, oh fuck, all right, Edward, like what's going on? And he was like, well, not it's not even really. He like sat down and explained to me. It's I I just vision I saw the way things the way he set up shows and concerts, and I was like, okay, that's what I'm gonna start. He doing. was welcoming. Yeah, he was like. Yeah. I could see he that. He walked about up him. to my fiance the night of uh, the show that I had opened up for him and was like, hey, dude, you're fucking, this dude's a really good guy. I like, literally had known him for like two weeks and he's sitting there telling my fiance how fucking cool I am. Yeah. 
And so I was like, all right. I can, I can see him doing that That's after after sitting yeah. him sitting here, it. you know, with him He's for like very, three yeah. hours. Him and uh, El Capone, dude. Yeah. They're fucking class acts, man. They're chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he definitely gave me, like, the fucking ropes, and I was just kind of like, all right, dude, I'm going to fucking run with this. And that's literally what gave me the inspiration to start doing my own concerts and really start popping off on my own shit like that. So how soon after you uh, did that first show uh, did you start uh, trying to orchestrate your own events? Like, that night. Really? (laughs) You You started doing the busy work? No, like once you got so home? literally with the way that I texted you, like I texted you and I was like, okay, what day are you available? What time are you available? Yeah. Okay, I'll be there. Yeah, really? That's that. The way I plan concerts is I'm like the night of the concert that I'm having. But like, I, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, it's you're, like, you're what, solid, what I'm right? wondering is like, I did, did you already have kind of like an in with some of the venues? No. Or, or did Fuck you no. like, did you uh, kind of like utilize Drewall's connections no. to kind of? Or nope. you just went in there dry. I went in there dry. Fucking sideways, no spit. I Bone like it. Dry. I like I it. I went in there. The way that I booked my first gig was I made a post uh, in Facebook, believe it the fuck or not. On Facebook is a powerful tool. On nowadays. a fucking on a fucking a group chat, and I said, "Hey, uh, I, I need to do a concert in Salem. Like, there's not shit for the youth to do out here in this town, and I would really like uh, to start changing that." Um, where Did the you fuck? Just turn away to burp. That wasn't a burp. That was a hiccup. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but I was like, uh, there's uh, no venues. Like, I really need a good venue. And someone had hit me up personally, and they were like, yeah, you know, just swing by, come do this. And the connections I made were literally just from word of mouth. Like, I never went out of my way to personally link up with somebody. One could argue that word of mouth is a lot better. It's, right. it's who you know. That's, why, right. that's not, why every time I was handing out cards at both of your shows, I would sit there and I would talk to the guys. And I'd, I'd tell them what we were about, you know, like, what I was telling you about, like, you know, free range, safe space, yeah. but we never put anything out there that yeah. you don't want. That's exactly. You yeah. know, and, and <clears throat> the, that whole that whole personable thing. And like I was trying to not only sell the podcast, but sell myself. Yeah. Because, you know, so like that word of mouth, you, dude, sometimes that's that's worth its weight in gold. Yeah. And right. here's the thing. It's fake it till you make it also, which is, I mean, a lot of people really will downgrade that saying, but I mean, it's as true as it could possibly get because I mean, with my first concert, I was telling people, dude, this shit is sold out. And I sold like three tickets so far. That's a nice thought for an idiot. To have. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Damn. you know, I was sitting at a fucking gas station trapping fucking concert tickets, you know, $10 a pop. I think I made like fucking like $600. Oh, and that's fuck. after costs. I made way more. <laughs> That's before door sale. Ah, uh, I don't remember exactly how much I made, but it was in it was it was in the comma kind of range. Like there was a comma there. Oh boy, a singular one, but it wasn't a fucking singular one. Singular but that's one. still a lot. Yeah, for my first concert, you know, I was nineteen, really fucking, and like green, you, still wet yeah, behind the ears and, and stuff. And here's the thing: nice there, little there's so much fucking beauty in that because you know I miss the moments where I didn't know what I was doing, and you know, oh like, yeah, where it's like fresh, amateur, and still like, and like new, you said, exciting. like you said, the anxiety of being on stage for your first time. I miss that shit because well, it was anxiety is kind of a strong word, I think, but I think we're on the same page. But I think it's like more like euphoric, like surreal. That's yeah. Surreal is probably a better yeah, word. Like it's and it's. I'm to the point where it's like I don't even feel like fuck. I don't get that stage ecstatic anymore. Like I'm not like right. super hype, just because I've done it so many fucking times. But the thing is, you still have some sort of happiness with it. Oh my god, dude! I'm I'm obsessed. Well, with he it. wouldn't be doing it unless he was passionate about it. Why That's do you think I'm I'm still doing this? And I'm, I I haven't uh, made a fucking dime. 
it's almost like it's to it's to a sense where it's like a universal calling to where it's like money you know money comes and goes you know money was invented by man that shit comes and goes the monetary you, stuff yeah that's what i'm saying like eventually that money's going to come back like i spent like even with raquel's i'm not a fucking famous rich person i've spent damn near my entire fucking paycheck book in this place because I had that much confidence in myself that yeah. I would be able to make it back. Right. Well, I, I mean, did. if you're, I mean, you're never going to be playing with house money until you're already made it. Fuck. Until I, you're the house. I still don't play with house money. <laughs> but, but the thing is that you, you, uh, you took a risk and things, uh, greatness comes from taking risks. Right. You know, Plus and it's, it's kind of like a, a little, uh, thing that you made me think of real quick is like that, that whole, uh, idiom or, uh, uh, yeah, idiom really. Uh, so that you find what you're passionate about and what you love to do, and find a way to get paid for it. Exactly. You know, yeah. I yeah. tell people at the you concerts, know. you know, I'll see people fucking around taking pictures and shit, and I mean, it's, I won't name drop, but like, the, oh. I did this at the Fuck last yeah, summer smash. <laughs> Uh, fucking, I saw this dude walking around taking photos and I walked up to him and I was like, Hey dude, there's money in that. I was like, just so you know, you know, there's, there's people fucking pay thousands of dollars to have. Oh yeah. My, my niece does uh, photography and shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah, like, and she makes pay, a good fucking, people will that's pay her side hustle. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. People will pay out the ass. And I tell everybody that comes out, you know, you just have to fucking working a nine to five is dead as fuck, dude. You just have to fucking find that hustle and fucking stick with it until bread comes. You know, a lot of fucking money's going to get lost and there's going right. to be a lot of days where you're fucking penniless, jobless, and you know you can even be fucking homeless for all God's sake. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't end up there for, for you. I, I mean, it's happened. To, I've never ended up homeless, but I've been penniless and fucking jobless throughout this fucking journey. And I mean, it all ended up paying off. Right. Yo, I don't know what this little motherfucker talk about, man, but it's motivating. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What I was gonna say is it, it's you'll never know until you shoot your shot. That's and here's the thing: most people are trapped with an idea of who they are because, you know... Like how, the stigma, like this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. How's this person at work going to feel if they see my Facebook post saying, you know, I'm doing comedy or I'm doing rap or right. I'm doing this? Or how's my mom going to feel? Or how's my fucking girlfriend going to feel? Well, there, there's a the whole thing about a lot of uh, comics and stuff. I mean, I'm <laughs> I, I'm really into, you know, comics and I, uh, I, I follow, you know, their stories, their podcasts and stuff. And like more often than not, they actually hid that life from their friends and family yeah. until they started getting, you know, better that's spots what I, and, that's, and they yeah. refined their art, you know? Yeah. I, I really did that too. I would really just be kind of like, you know, people would walk up and just be like, Hey dude, I heard you do music. And I would just kind of like push it off to the side. I'd be like, yeah, man, you know, I fucking, you know, well, you know, we'll record in my buddy's basement sometimes. Y'all to fucking right. y'all. And now it's like people walk up to me and they're like, yeah, hey, I heard you made music. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I make fucking music. <laughs> Represent. I make fucking music. And I make fucking shit happen because of the music. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Oh, man. Okay, so real quick. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to take a, a small break. Um, yeah. Solid, solid. Yeah, real quick break. Uh, Benny King. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Unfortunately, we're going to have to say goodbye to our junior here. Sadly. I have to uh, send him asunder back home asunder. to the nest. To the nest. So uh, we'll see you back here in a few minutes. Oh, and we're back. What's up, everybody? Except for junior. Stupid. We're going to try and call Casey right now. Hey. Hey, we're hearing you loud and clear. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Try and say something. 
Testing, testing. Oh, I hear Benny. Yeah, testicles, 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 <laughs> wax. Christ. On a cracker. So we were just... Uh, what? Emmy won't stop fucking screaming, and it's making me want to bounce my head off the concrete. Why? Why is she screaming? She, she's mad because I put her in the room with Freya instead of keeping her out here, and she won't go to sleep. Ooh, Kyle. Um, you knew Kyle was going to call me. This bitch. <laughs> Kyle said this bitch. Yeah, I got here. Alex isn't here. Damien's passed out, and so is Sean. Ingrid's the only one awake. I convinced our friend uh, Benny, uh, Benny King here to have a couple of shots of the creature. Oh, yeah? That's right. Smoke any weed? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, shit. <laughs> My parole is in fucking jeopardy right now. Leave the babies that are stuck in the padding alone. No, it's fine. He's a cop. <laughs> Leave the motherfucker recording when we're outside, and I don't I forget to press record on the... Uh, cameras whenever we actually start. They got the spooky ghost sounds while we were outside. Whoa. Ah. Actually, should we move your fucking ass? <laughs> no, I've got uh, USBs right here, or you can uh, plug it in. in here. Nobody, knows, nobody needs to know where I'm at for a little bit. So yeah, because you're, you're down home cop. Yes, sir. I mean, okay, so if this part does get left in, which, I, I mean, I don't really give a fuck. I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm just going to say that this was... I'm saying these words under the influence of El Capone and fucking Drywall also don't like this chick and are totally fine with the slander. And it's not even slander. Juice? Because this does seem like the kind of person... I'm not even going to name drop because this does seem like the kind of person who would like do their literal best to legally take actions against me. Yeah. No, but, I'll, I'll take the names out, but, but everybody, everybody knows who we're talking about. But there, there's just certain scenes in that where... Hang on, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. You said that it's, it felt like it, half it, the episode. It, felt, it, was, it, it dragged. It dragged a, a decent bit. Uh, and what I was saying is that, you know, that's content. You know, you get a video of that, uh, of just conflict happening, and people are going to react to that, and someone's going to take a side, and that's immediately going to just cause fucking views and, you know, self-promotion. Yeah. It's pretty much beating an ugly horse that may or may not be dead. <laughs> but, um, what, what, what I, I like... Shy. I get shy when I know I'm being recorded, homie. I get really shy. What are you talking about? She see, she's looking at me. No, You're I, being recorded for 40 minutes before this. For, I know, but for the podcast, I'm getting shy dogging on people. <gasps> I'm getting shy dogging on we people. We just talked about how you don't get stage fright, even yeah, when get, our boy get, did comedy. I get stage fright dogging on people. I don't, oh, like, yeah. I don't like dogging on people. I'm a positive person. I love everybody. Okay, yeah. I know you have to be indif- indifferent because, <laughs> you know, be. you're, you're part of the force, you know. I was about to say, I can't, <laughs> I can't go one way or another with my, people. Will I just love me. the fact that uh, when we actually stopped, like, uncracked the mics and we were talking about it here. Everything that you said was legitimate in the last episode. Thank you. 
That's what I love. I love the fact that he took my side. So I'm a little biased. That's uh, hey man, I think you were right, player. Thank you. You love anyone that takes your side because you love being right. Because I usually am. Eventually. Eh, eh. Give me the juice. Damn it. Depends on the day. Whatever. I don't know why. It's, I don't know why it's not uh, playing all that loud. I'm gonna have to. She's just gonna have to listen to her drops later. That's okay. And post. Get on the podcast and turn up. Did you just say get on the podcast? I said get on the podcast and turn up. Okay, I'm gonna rewind it later. I think you just said podcast. I, I probably did. That's a podcast. Is there a difference? Uh, it's just it's you inadvertently said a uh, very deep dive inside joke from YMH. You do you, homie. Oh shit, he's already still signed into his. Oh shit. Okay. Christ. Okay. Hey, while while we have you, so we can have something that people will enjoy listening to instead of just our nonchalant conversation. Hmm. Um, you know more about it than I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you to fill me in on this. Um, what up. is this bullshit about Aldine? About what? Jason Aldine. So he released. I was wondering that too. He released a song back in May, and it used a bunch of like news clips in it and everything for the music video. And apparently, the lyrics are like really racist and controversial. So now everyone's trying to say that. You know, Jason Aldean isn't from the South because he's really fucking racist, and that everyone should boycott him. And there's posts circulating on Facebook. There's posts circulating on Facebook. Like if you think he was racist, dog, y'all don't even. There's posts circulating on Facebook that if you think Jason Aldean is offensive, let me introduce you to Ryan Upchurch. Yeah, and then there's that Bobby guy. I forgot his name. Bobby something. Um, I know you did. That sings about like uh, lynching people and like no. trying to retake the ghetto. I listened to that song today while I was out at the what like, the Aldine one. Yeah, I, because I had seen a Facebook post about it, and I was like, man, I have never fucking like I'm not an avid country listener, so like the name Jason Aldine popping up on my Facebook page, I was like, all right, something he did some shit. Yeah, it's big enough. I was it, like, he did some it's shit. Getting enough traction was where like, even you're hearing about. I'm a it. rapper in the underground Kentucky and a rap community. I normally. do not see posts about what Jason Aldean's doing yeah. in his fucking days. So I listened to the song, and it's racist. It's a really, really racist song. Really? There's no debating that that song is 100% about people of color. It's, really? I will put cash money hands down. I will What's literally the name of the song? I'm going to look it up so, I, so we can hear it. Do it in a small town. And, you know, Jason Aldean's one of those people who do just it has, in a small town. Yeah. He says, try that in a small town or something like that. He's like, beat up a police officer, be a person of color. Try that in a small town. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he inadvertently throughout the entire song just is like using every stereotype against people of color and then saying, do this, try, try, attempt to do this stereotype of your race in a small town. I wish you would. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean. It's like a threat track. You know what it actually uh, makes me think of? Just I don't know if it's that similar, but do you remember how um, uh, Hank Williams Jr. used to do like 
the little commentary yeah. or whatever for like a like a college ball <laughs> or like NFL or something. <coughs> and like he said, so, or he came out with like a song or something, and like they banned him from that. I mean, he said, "Fuck you y'all, I don't care. I don't need some, your money." There's certain shit. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Jason Aldean, and I, I read a little bit about him personally, and he's like low key a piece of shit. He, I, I said, I read this thing. <laughs> Uh, and like I said, I don't know if this is valid. Uh, it's not even like Jason, Al- but he he apparently ordered a fucking shitload of food, like I, I think like seventy fucking burritos before this restaurant closed, like ten minutes before they closed, tipped to nobody. Really? And after uh, the workers at the restaurant had posted, "Hey, dude, Jason Aldean kind of just fucked us over for the last two hours of our closing shift." Isn't he, that the worst? He contacted the manager, and all the employees were let go. He got all those employees fired for complaining about having to stay extra. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what I read. I mean, I don't did know. Did you uh, did you ever hear about the uh, the uh, the same kind of stuff about uh, jo- uh, George Strait? Not tipping and shit, like being a dick. Well, like you know who George Strait is, right? Legend, you know, country singer, right? Kinda, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's one of the heavy hitters, you know. Uh, no, apparently he's the uh, he's such a dick, and I've heard this and I've read some articles about this in the past, to where he would charge, like like the the runners and like the technicians, everybody <clears throat> there like working on the production and the show, he would charge people like ten like five to ten bucks for a, a water. That don't surprise me. And like he was like, it- such a dick to where like if if you didn't have the money and you were you know fucking. You disc you know I mean? once you have that, but you disconnect from reality, bro. One hundred percent, dude. I think we touched on this before about once people get to a certain level of fame and money, it's and, f- and to where like there's no more, more stimuli, and there's and there's no more. Um, uh, they lose connection with themselves and with the rest of they lose uh, hum- the human race. Canada, yeah. We were just talking about this last night about Will Smith. How I have I, I have no more respect for him because of the whole Jada stuff, yeah. and the fact that he. He felt the need to, to go up there and slap Chris Rock just to get his name out there because guess what? That he's not going to get his jollies out there anymore. And what was no. it? Um, um, he won that fucking Oscar too. If he would have just no, shut the fuck yeah. up, sat the fuck down, nobody's going to watch his movies anymore because they know he's a prick. In that clip, uh, and it's probably the, not even him. It's it's what Jada put him through. That's a, yeah. On and, top of the fame, yeah, it builds up. Yeah, and you're just like, dude, my wife. So my, I think the the proper word is jaded. Yeah, literally, yeah. quite literally, no fun intended. Yeah. Jaded. Maybe that's why God made that word. Jaded Pinkett Smith. Yeah, you got Jada Pinkett. You got Jada Pinkett. (laughs) Oh my God, don't pick it. That's what the fuck happened, dude. He just it'll never go away if you pick it. This shit built up to him, man. But um, not only that, but I I think we were trying to watch like the the carpool karaoke show on on Vizio, like for free or whatever. And the first episode was him, and it's like I I can't take him. You know, fucked himself. Seriously, yeah. I mean, he's. Dude, he dug his own grave. Once it's like 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 we said, once you get to that point of money, fame, you just get literally. So I have friends that work in Louisville at like pizza stores and shit. And this is gonna sound corny as fuck, but dude, so Beyonce's on tour in Louisville. Uh, Beyonce comes through, orders four grand worth of pizza, and right now, all the restaurants in Louisville, all the pizza places, they're fighting over the screenshot of this receipt for four grand because they want to say, hey, this was from my pizza. Beyonce ate my pizza. Yeah. That's how fucking crazy people can really oh, get yeah. when it comes to that. It's fame literally and putting that, somebody up on a pedestal. Disconnect from reality. It's literally putting somebody up on a pedestal. So with that Jason Aldean shit, 
even okay, even if the the public verdict is okay, Jason Aldean's not racist. You're talking about the court of public opinion. Yes, he could be 100 percent racist behind closed doors. Okay. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, but don't we all kind of think that most country stars are a little racist? Oh no, for sure they are. Like behind closed so doors. Sure. So he let a little like he dipped his toe, his racist toe in the social pond. I mean, you got to like look if at, he did. Look at what Morgan Wallen did. Oh no, what look happened? at what Morgan Wallen did. What who's that? He, what he did? He's a, a more mod. He he full blown said it. He dropped the n bomb. Full blown dropped the n bomb. Where and when? Uh, I don't remember the exact context, Morgan Wallen. but it was a very big ordeal about the fact that he had dropped the N-bomb, and he currently has songs out with Lil Durk, who's, you know, fucking Morgan huge. Morgan Wallen right there, American country singer. Huge in the fucking rap game. Oh, he's he's young. I thought you were talking about somebody like like old. No, like, like, he, yeah, he dropped the fucking N-bomb pretty recently. Me like, plus all your reasons. Uh... Seems like he was a songwriter before he was a actual star or whatever. <coughs> Ew, <gross. coughs> All right, so I'm going to mark it right now just because I haven't heard the song. So I'm going to play it a little bit and then we'll uh, afterwards we're going to get back with Casey and, and uh, see if we, we left anything out. about the Black Lives Matter protest. Yeah, I'm seeing the video right now, and there's a lot of, like, clips. Say and try that in a small town. That is yeah. a direct threat. Well, I mean... It, imagine if Kevin Gates dropped a music video, and he was, like, in the middle of, like, the fucking hood. And he was like, ride your Ford F-150. Try that in the hood, pussy. Everyone would be like, oh, my God, Kevin Gates is the biggest piece of shit on earth. Um, you know what this actually reminds me of? How uh, some channels almost tried to outlaw that song, Earl, from Dixie Chicks, and then another one about them being against Bush or something, and then um, uh, people were getting all up in arms about uh, that uh, that one song from Toby Keith about "We'll shove a boot up your ass, it's the American way," you know. Yeah, but the thing is that like, you listen to those songs now and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. A friend is in need and they've come this to is help. Really, this, this, is, this is propaganda. That's what I'm saying. That's, this I'm is I can't hear you. You'll get it. This isn't like some borderline, hey, let's dance around it. This is, hey, I'll fucking kill you. No, we were saying this is propaganda. I'm watching this video for the first time right now. Like... Like, he can have his views and shit, but this is literally three minutes of preaching. Like, it's pretty much nothing but propaganda. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if um, somebody needs to do this, if not already, to uh, deep fake Trump's face on him during this uh, video. They do. I mean, it's like it's, <laughs> That'd be it's, hilarious. it really is propaganda. Just saying, Go ahead and you know. try that in small town. It's a Go threat. ahead, try it. It's the most wonderful, smallest, greatest world in the world. That's just a direct threat. You won't get away with it. Won't get away with it. 
I'm sorry. And in my no, 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 you're good. In my opinion, within give it a year, he'll be back in the. He'll be fine. Oh, dude, he's he'll be he'll bounce right back. They always do. Oh, dude, they always especially with, especially if, with shit nowadays. Like, you could, I mean, you put out something like this. You wait a month, something else it's is going to pop up. The court of public opinion is ran by the same people it's been ran by for the past fifty years. Yeah, but I mean, also you could also agree or uh, argue that. The court of public opinion is a bloodthirsty beast that can never be satisfied. Oh, yeah. Because everybody wants their fucking 15 minutes. Everybody wants to be mad about something and want to be heard. Guess what? No one gives a shit about what you think. I'm sorry. You know how many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of podcasts are out there competing with what I'm doing? Guess what? I know not everybody wants to hear what I fucking think or what you think or whatever. It's just like... But everyone has to fucking find an agenda because they don't have no personality of their own. And, and they, they, it's literally in, like a lamprey in my opinion, or a fucking leech onto something that shouldn't, doesn't even have a blood supply. Most definitely. And with, see, with the court of public opinion, when you start to get into that, it's all you know, numbers and you know, just statistics and money. It's who, who's going to rake in their label the most money. That's who we're going to throw. Because right now, just Jason Aldean's making fucking bank. Because, look, there's a controversy behind him. Oh, People yeah. are conflicting. You have, you know, he has 2.63 million subscribers. That's what I'm saying. This video is causing issues. Like, we're hearing about it. You and he's playing in Louisville on the 20th or of, of October. So... And see, I guarantee you he does. And I bet you it's going to sell out. That's what I'm saying. Because, yeah, by the time by the time you've done something bad and it's like news articles, give it a week. We'll be hearing about something else. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, do you remember how uh, Hulk Hogan fucked uh, his best friend's wife and his best friend fucking filmed it? And was it, uh, was it Grudge or whatever it was called? Uh, the website? That whole thing? No. I bet you half of you listening don't even remember that shit until I brought it up. Guess what? It happened. <coughs> these comments. Oh, my God. Can we, can we go down to some of these comments real quick? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, the second one. Actually, the first one on this uh, video. It's going to be racist. There's 118,314 comments on this video. The first one. From Eric Foster, 1842. It's probably when he uh, was born. There is nothing wrong with defending your family yeah. and neighbors from criminals. In fact, we should be proud to do so. Right? The fuck is that accent? Say what you, here's the thing. Like this Eric Foster from that was born in 1842. We all know what he wants. Okay, the second one. And by the way, that first one that I just read has 328 <clears throat> replies. I'm not even digging up that fucking... I'm not opening that can of worms. I think I'm already kind of... One foot in with this shit, anyways. Um, from Crystal McKenzie, sixty nine ninety five. From one hour ago, my husband's a black man. He can't find anything racist about this song. The media is literally out there trying to divide this country more. This is a song about small towns that stand by their neighbors and will back our neighbors up. We don't want Sounds criminal like BS coming to our <clears throat> towns. Enough is enough. 
Absolutely love this song, and I stand with Jason Aldean. I want to know. I, I just want to know. I just want to know who, when it comes to the Lives Matter, I'm 100% sure they're on the All Lives Matter side of things. What's wrong with, like, all lives matter? Nah, it's a protest to a protest, player. Okay, I can kind of get down with that. Okay, before we get into this subject, we've been waiting for Casey to give us the the (laughs) full... Right in the mic, thanks. Clip that. (laughs) I think that's the loudest you've been all night, man. (laughs) I'm a very timid person. When I'm not on stage... See how I uh, leaned away? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's okay, I'm fucking with you. Um, so Casey, is, is there anything else that we may have missed about this story that you have to, get um, us? I mean, I don't really think so because, um, Christ, because um, I hit the head on the fucking hammer. Quacka. No, I was reading something that someone sent me because, you know, trying to start shit, but whatever. Um, everything that y'all discussed is just shit that I've been seeing on social media. So, like, I think y'all covered it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We didn't mean to steal your thunder. Here's another one. This is somebody that's against it. From Wildcat8598. Anyone who's listened to this song and doesn't see where all the quote-unquote racism is coming from now you see just how hard some groups of people in this world are dead set on keeping us at one another's throats and are scared to death of us coming together and standing united as one. Scares the absolute shot out of the elites. I bet you that guy has a lot of fucking conspiracy theories that he believes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Wildcat. I think, I think first of all, the, the, the song was trash. It was. It's the song sucked. I mean, it was a bad. Not, it was a bad. It was absolute song. trash, and it's just that regurgitated same three chord progression bullshit that they do. I have a video that I want to send you once I find it again. I'll send it to you, I, and it's a long one. But this guy really does get into the whole fact that like all these fucking songs, pop, um, uh, hip hop, country, and even like uh, like the quote unquote. Heavy metal on the radio. It's all fucking regurgitated bullshit. Phrygian minor scales that just get placed yeah. in a different order. No, it's, order. it's just like, it's literally, he mashes up the songs. Yeah. Like, all the top ten songs are pretty much the same song. But anyways, your point. I'm sorry. Fuck, I, can, I, I forgot my point. <laughs> yeah, I have a bad habit of doing that. I'm sorry, dude. No, you're solid, bro. You're solid. I'm sorry. All right, Casey. I'm ready to dive think, into the next subject. Okay, Casey, I think we're going to let you go because I think... We're going to try and get him to do some freestyling. Okay. All right. We'll give you a call back or I'll uh, keep you posted, okay? All right. I love you. I love you too. Thanks for chiming in. Bye. Before I get into freestyling. Uh-huh. Okay. So quick promos. Oh, yeah. Quick right, promos. Uh... Quick promos. Always have to do some quick promos. There we go. You have to do some personal shout outs always. Always shout out personal people. That's that's first of all. Shout out uh fuck, fuck, fuck. There's such a long list, bro. There's such a long fucking list. Shout out my homie Dale, shout out my homie Wesley Gibson, shout out my girl Susie, shout out fucking um 
shout out fucking my homie Cameron. Shout out literally everybody listening to this that is one of my personal friends and decided to take the time out of their day to listen to me talk about shit uh, that's fucking dope as hell. Also, on a realistic level in uh, like come and see me type shit, on 729-23, I'm going to be performing at the John Hay Center Music Festival, which is a music festival in Salem, Indiana, which is held to uh, protect the John Hay Center, which is a small local village that has been around Salem since the 1800s. All the funds go towards keeping it running, and it's just a really great historical thing for Salem, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. Uh, tickets are going to be $20, and just type in John Hay House Center Music Festival, and it'll pop right up on pretty much Google anything. But yeah, uh, come out and see everybody, 72923, brother. It's going to be a fucking banger. I'm super fucking excited for it. Right on, dude. We're going to try and be out there for that one. Um, Music and- all fucking day, 12 p.m. to like fucking, we're going all fucking day. It's not oh, just, what what from like uh, noon to question mark. It's all like it's a, it's a festival, dude. There's gonna be uh, rock bands. There's gonna so be you think it's gonna everything. be better, uh, bigger than Summer Smash? Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's they're in Salem, not too far away. Yeah, from uh, it's gonna be in that. It, it's the same oh, place. the same spot. Yeah, John oh Hay. great. That was, dude. You know that you know. The I really fest- liked that because it was like a natural auditorium. Did you see that thing. fest? Did you see the small village behind us behind that center? Behind I the saw the little village, like the like the that's little. That's the John Hay House. Uh, oh yeah, like that whole village. It was like it's almost like what you would go and see as a um, like a pioneer, uh, uh, like a field trip in yeah, elementary yeah, school. Yeah, almost like the Culbertson Mansion here. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's like Salem's history. It's cool as shit, dude. I didn't even know about it, and I started really getting into it. And Salem's a fun. No, when we first walked up, like the uh, quote unquote drugstore was open. I wanted to go in there and move stuff around. Before they closed it, yeah, that's what, <laughs> but I didn't. I, everybody, you know, that's what your I'm thing. saying. People I were wanna... walking through, and you know, as I walked through, you know, I saw kids, like little kids, yeah. you know, touching on shit, you know, looking at this pioneer. Why village. is the snake oil next to the beaver tail? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like cool shit like that, like shit that you know you don't get to see every day, and that's like something that's fucking amazing. Which is why you know this this is a really important concert, and I'm really glad. Shout out my home. Oh, is it so, some of the proceeds going to that? Like <clears throat> all of it. Oh really? All of it. Great. Man. Every last dime. You gotta you gotta hold on to that heritage, so, and especially when it's for a good cause, dude. You can't beat that. That's I what I'm urge all of my listeners, new and old, current and maybe past, future, whatever, go to the show. <laughs> we'll be there. You know, pretty much the whole PFP crew, and uh, supporting our boys. Major and shout gals out to my homie. out there spitting they shit and thanks, being a real thanks. as hell. Major shout out to my homie uh, Chuck Hedrick for setting this concert up. I did not set up this concert. I am just going to be performing. Oh but well, that's cool. This is going. He's a fucking fantastic dude. Really love it. Really love you're, what he's. You're going to finally get a break and actually be that's able to spit I, yeah, your shit. I'm man. just going to be able to sit back, spit some stuff, and then chill out in the audience for a little bit. Fuck which yeah. is it? Me and Chuck uh, have yeah. a fuckload. Me and Chuck have a fuckload of shit in the works. So just stay tuned for that. Dude, I, be, I bet you that's going to be kind of a load me off your shoulders. Linked, really. Me and him linked for the first time with the summer smash shit, and you know, meeting someone with that much experience who knows what the fuck they're talking about really takes a load off. You know, me being twenty, and you know, in all reality, sharing some of that weight. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I've only been you know out in the field doing this shit for probably about like a year and a half, two years, and then meeting someone who's like, yeah, dude, I've I can been. only imagine how overwhelming that may be you know to the normal like to me i I would just give up see and there's times where you're just you just get so frustrated because you know you'll have you know 15 artists in one fucking concert and you have to perfectly arrange everything with people you know oh my babysitter didn't decide to show up so now i can't come or uh i'm gonna be you have to worry about that slot and then moving 
people around, but and it's not just one person. It's probably multiple and people. Everybody for has different a reasons fucking different times. ego yeah. from hell. Everybody's like, oh, well, I have people that are... Well, it's not even an ego. There is ego that plays, and they're like, well, I need this, this amount of time. I need to do this many songs, because I'm better than uh, everybody else here. And everybody... Normally, I've noticed that rappers will have that everybody's ego. Everybody's a diva. Yeah, everybody's a diva. Everybody needs to make the night about them. I've been there. Not, I've, I've, I'll own up to it. I've been a diva. And I don't know if you've noticed, but... I set up these concerts and I probably perform one or two songs. Yeah, like mostly there in the beginning, I think. I, I'll perform one or two songs, just get everybody kind of, you know, brought in and all that good shit. But. All right. So I'm going to save that and then um, just make sure that you uh, write it down for me on the yeah, on that, on like a, on it's the gonna be notepad. A before you go, that way I can For put sure. it in the description and tell me what's the date on that again? Seven twenty nine twenty three, July right. 29th, 23rd. Right it there, is next right, Saturday. Uh, just off, uh, just off the cusp of the square in Salem. Yeah. yeah so, like yeah. I said, just type in John Hay House Music uh, Center Festival, Music Festival, and you will pretty much see it anywhere. And if you look on our post here on the PFP, you'll probably get a link there uh, to uh, you know advertise that as well. And dude, that's one another thing I I really love. That's the next hurdle. I don't know if I mentioned it before. It was, you know, like kind of like live streaming. Yeah. But I'd like to almost do like a, a live stream on location. Yeah, fuck it. You know, like, like in between, like we'd, we'd broadcast it. Interviews. You know, like, cetera, like, like co-oping, you know, like yeah. me and you or whoever's throwing the, the, uh, the shindig. Yeah. Uh, and then in between the songs, like maybe like we'll. Uh, kind of like um, Radio Row when it comes yeah. to like award shows or whatever. Dude, I you know, had a they whole do their thing and then in between the artists we, we sit there and talk to the next one or somebody who was just there. In, 20 fucking, in 2022 I did a spring break concert and I actually had a whole mini film planned that we were going to do uh, with interviews with each artist, uh, interviews with audience members, uh, little clips of Salem showing off Salem, uh, showing what we do out there whenever we do have these concerts uh, showing just like in depth you know, really showing how good these are for the community and showing, like, you know, we're promoting local business. We're bringing people into Salem that have never seen this and town before. And with y'all's success with, uh, you know, those... And that usually means, like, success for them, success for you and shit like that. And it's probably bringing a lot of uh, income into the actual city. Even, like, apart from income, it's just, you know business in general you know like people will come in and they'll stop by and they'll be like "Ooh, you know uh look at real estate you know what i'm saying like you, you'll come in and be oh, like yeah. oh there's a for how you know like we're, we're riding through salem this seems like a dope little small town like what the fuck maybe we especially when people are like like congregating having a good time you know um and, and that's exactly what i'm trying to do that's what yeah. exactly what we do do is we bring uh, do you, you ha- do you have like a i mean you're are were you born and raised in salem uh, I moved pretty much like between I ping pong between Salem and New York all of my fucking life. Where in New York? Uh, pretty much everywhere. Upstate, upstate, in the city. Manhattan. Really? You name it. Long yeah. Island, shit like that. I lived yeah. in Rochester, which well, is that's up, that's about, up there about like an upstate, hour by right? Buffalo. Yeah, like I mean, in the suburbs, right? And then I lived um, in Mayapack with my grandma for a little bit, which is May- a, a Mayapack sounds familiar. Very very rich community. So that, uh, that that was kind of like like uh, Catskills level almost above. Really, it was north of Catskills. Oh, you don't say money, Ooh. money, money, money. Like it's almost money. like Nigel Bottom Tooth. Family she guy. lived next to an equestrian horse training farm. Oh, 
<laughs> very fucking rich. But yeah, I ping pong between Salem. Oh, I had a retarded uh, nephew that had a roommate that went to Brown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But fucking... Um, Fuck, I kind of lost my train. No, I didn't. Um, no, but I mean, I mean, do you have kind of like, would you say, like a love affair with Salem? Like, I mean, that's... So, I mean... Or are you just trying to enrich the community in which you're in? I'm tr- Exactly, yeah. They, I'm doing exactly that. I'm you trying would be to, doing this if you lived in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, see, and here's the thing about Salem being a small town, is there's so much room for it to grow outside of just what we're doing musically. Like, And when I say we, you know, I'm not just... I'm... With what I do and with what I'm doing, I plan to just be the face of the corporation that I'm building. You know, I talk to people. So you, I, I mean, you have a dream. Yeah. Like, what, what's your end dream? Like, you, you want to make be, the world a better place before I die. That's it. That's a very noble aspect. That's why I sit down and, you know, we'll talk with uh, fucking real. I'll talk with real estate agents and I'm not going to say names just because you know that's I probably should not. Yeah, you probably should. We talk about, you know, not shit until anything's said and done. How, you know, how do we incorporate better apartment housing in Salem for cheaper? How I remember we... you saying that at one show or maybe both, something about that. And I was like, "You know what? This guy has a noble cause." I genuinely and here I genuinely do sit down and have these conversations with people and you know, how do we uh, something that I'm working with right now and something that I'm talking to Salem Park and Parks and Recreation well, is isn't how... Well, it human nature to want to evolve and progress, That's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. That's how I feel. And right now, something that we're doing is we're trying to and reopen... You're using a passion of yours and... The platform. And and your connections. And yes, platform, yes. Good, that's a good way to put it. The voice. To uh, try, try and exacerbate, or not exacerbate, but uh, try encourage that. Like, exactly. Like, I, like, the music is the face of the project. Like, yeah. the music is the part that people can digest. Do you ever, in any of your ventures, whenever you try and, um, like, sell, like, okay, like, maybe, like, a pitch a show or, uh, you know, an event, what have you, do you, did you ever catch yourself saying that it would be good, clean fun? No. No? You never had it? See, the first never, time. Never had to fucking. See, the first time I did that? it, it was some, it was some fun. I had some fun, you know, it was a blast. And then yeah. after that, it kind of felt like, okay, now it's time to get to work. Well, I'm saying, like, what I'm trying to maybe ask <coughs> in, a, in a better sense, um, like, for instance, you know, like Raquel's or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you, you managed to relocate and make a badass show in less than a week from somebody else canceling, or the Legion, I think yep. is what you said. So, um, but, like, when you were telling people, it was like, were they, was there... There was obviously a stigma from the people that denied you, right? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to not like you're obviously. I I feel like you're trying to maybe um, get past that stigma, right? Like with 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 the the whole the whole idea of oh it's a rap show and like people come over smoking pot, you know this that drinking and then like this dirty lyrics or whatever yeah. and like you know these people that own these businesses are probably. Uh, not the generation in which we're that's in. That's what. I'm, and see, here's the thing: we do all that shit. You know, the the naughty lyrics. You never had to church shit. it up. No, I, and here's I n- I never planned to. I've had venues ask me to you know like say, hey, can you censor this out? And I said, no, we, we I just don't think we'll have a concert here. I'm really sorry because I mean at the why end of, do it if you're gonna censor us? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you know, uh, so no, I think that's really admirable. Like you never had to church it up to and, like, church. I mean, I mean at the end of the day, it's not. I'm not the people. word I I immediately want to say is like oversell it, but it's actually underselling it. Yeah. You In never my, had to yeah. do that. No, I've, I mean, maybe I've, 
Kudos to you, man. Kudos to you. I've never really danced around the fact that I, I, I've pitched a rap project to these venues. I'm just kind of like, hey, here's numbers. You know what I mean? And at that point, it's oh, not. Oh, yeah. Money talks. It's not really about what you're doing in the venue for the night. It's at that just, point, yeah. It's, they're, hey, they're still getting paid. It's, hey, we're, we're going to collect our money and yeah. you, you're just going to do what you want to do. But, but I'm saying, like, it's it's kind of refreshing to hear that. You know everything that you're, um, you know, planning and this, that, and the other thing, and in such a short amount of time. What do you say about a couple of years? Yeah, if that. I'd say, um, like I said, I've been, you know, really just out here in the field like a year, or two years chasing this. Dude, that's dude. I'm, I'm I tip my hat to you, sir. I appreciate because it. I mean, it, the fact that you didn't have to church it up and say, oh no, like because I remember having to try and sell our band in high school and say, oh no, we're Christian metal, you know. Just so we can play at a church's uh, parking lot, yeah. but it ended up being you know like real fucking heavy Fuck stuff. Yeah. Oh, and then and they were mad after. That's what I'm. And, you and know, see, so you never had to undersell it. And no, you're telling. I mean, I've yes, money at, talks. I've always been at face value. I've been yeah. you know this is something you know. Has Salem, any of the artists ever uh, done anything at a venue that you orchestrated that? Um, fuck yes. You were. I know what you're going to ask, and the answer is yes. Okay, what, what was I going to ask? Something that an artist has done that's something that... Something that fun. soured your name yeah, with yes. said extremely. Extremely. Is there any stories that you can, Is there any stories you can fuck tell yeah. without... Fuck yeah, I can. Without, fuck yeah, I can. I mean, you can drop their names if you I want. Can drop, I can drop fucking... Dude, I'm in a position where I, I, can, I book artists like fucking... Like, like a kid gets candy from a store. I'm not tripping. So John, like like okay before f- before we get to that oh, I have so many questions. Um, how often do you get like newbies? All the time. All the time. And See, and here's do the you th- have to uh, vet them? Yeah. Or All the some, time. or do you, I mean obviously maybe. God damn it, I didn't and see, that's what, that's what turns a lot of people away from starting that shit or getting really into it. Like I said, getting into the field is they'll get the wrong person behind them vetting them or, you know, big broing them, telling them fucking, hey, here's how you do this, here's how you do this, and that person might be misinformed or that person just didn't see it the right way and, you know, they're misguiding the person that they need to vet. Every fucking time I forget to press record. It's all. It happens. It happens. <laughs> this is why I miss you, Jackson. I need my producer. Facts, facts. I'm doing like five jobs here. Someone's got to hit record. Man. Yeah, somebody's got to. Oh, shit. We're going to have to do this hour and a half all over again. Mother <laughs> Um But like, I mean, these. <sighs> you know, you're getting newbies. It's, and here's the thing. It's, it's probably hard to vet for them unless they actually take the time to buy studio time and get a decent fucking track so you can listen to it, right? Because you can't take it on face value. For me, for me personally, and like I said, because it goes so so past the money, so past everything, it's just about making, you know, everybody, you know, meeting, the, you know, helping everyone you meet along the way is just kind of, kind of the mindset that I have towards it. So, like, whenever people, uh, like a newbie will text me and be like, hey, man, I know you're doing shows. I've always really wanted to do this. I don't have any music recorded, yada, yada. I will literally tell them the steps that they need to take from recording to release what I personally Almost like do. The, the same way um, you're, well, in a different way, but the same outcome that Drewall tr- uh, did for you on your first. Exactly. Guy, right? Exactly. Giving I mean, so you're not f- shutting them down. 
Obviously, yeah. you want to put on a decent show. Exactly. I mean, I'll give out as many resources as I possibly can. Am I going to go out of my way to save a motherfucker's career? No. You're not charging for information. You're trying to help these guys yeah. because you have a passion for the art. That's what I'm saying. And that's why, I mean... Some, and that's why... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and that's why sometimes, I mean, you know, you it gets to a point where it's like favors. You don't even... It's not even about money. It's about favors. And you do things for people. Like, I... Like uh, Harkness, like I was talking, like we That's talked about Harkness of mouth earlier. Me and, me and Harkness are to a point where it's not even like money. It's like, hey, dude, uh, I it's got. It's about trying to produce. Yeah, it's about me and him. We know we have a common goal, and that's yeah. to use our our music to you know create a platform. So me, I'll text him or he'll text me. Hey, dude, I have a venue. They need an artist. Like, what are you doing this day? And birds I'll, of a feather. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, bro, I'll, I'll I'll pop out, or he'll be like, all right, bro, I'll pop out. Like, it's just favors. It's just helping yeah. everybody you meet along the way. You know, scratching back so you can get your that's back. What, and exactly, yeah. whenever me and Harkness first linked up, you know, I was a newbie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, you know, my first time doing a show. So booking he's people. been he's been in the uh, uh, the music game uh, longer than you. Fuck yeah. I'd say he, yeah, he's for sure been. He seemed, I, he seemed to be a little bit older than the common uh, person that was there at the last show. It, so I mean, I remember when I uh, gave him the card, he told me, you know, he's he's got like kids and a full time job, and yeah. like he's very he's very tied up. He's a very blue collar type of dude. Oh, dude! As soon as I saw him, I was like Dale. No, <laughs> he's a bit, yeah, he's a very blue collar okay. kind of dude. He's cool as fuck, but. Yeah, he does stay pretty busy with his, you know, blue collar boy shit, you know, like country country boy shit. But he's a fucking amazing get, he dude. He can't be mad at it, man. He was good people. As soon yeah, as he's an amazing as soon dude. as he won me over with that first song, it's like, all right, this guy's good people. And and I always say, good people are r- more rare, more sparse than diamonds. And believe it's so fucking hard to find good people. Believe this or not, um, Harkness was one of the first artists I'd ever booked whenever I'd gotten into booking artists. Uh, the first show I'd ever done, I called it March Madness, and it was at the Legion. And uh, I had booked like six fucking artists. And this actually ties into the original question of have has an artist ever done anything that soured my name? Nice callback. Uh, fucking, I had Harkness on. He did an amazing job at the first one. He had a lot of people show out for him. He did a fucking fantastic job, dude. Like, yeah. Like God tier. Like God tier. <laughs> And then we had this other artist who, uh, his name was fucking, his name is Jonathan Tyler, and uh, he Should just I flag get, that or no? No, I don't give a fuck. Okay. Uh, he's a piece of shit. He knows, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, holy shit, we get out <laughs> there, nice. and you know, uh, it was our like I said, it was my first concert, so I don't know what the fuck I was doing. So I was like, hey, let's have a rehearsal day beforehand because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I, I got everyone out is there. That, is that uncommon? Yes, extremely. To have like a, extremely. a dress rehearsal. Extremely or uncommon. Really? Literally everybody thought I was fucking weird. Because sound check makes me think they of They do that hour, like an hour before. It's all like, like very I thought sloppily. It, it was like, like the day before. Like, well, I mean, big shows, you know, like Guns N' Roses. Yeah, like, shit like that. Like, like they'll, major they'll, productions. They'll do, but like the guitar techs, drum yeah. techs and all that. And with the engineers, they'll do sound check. And maybe play in the band will actually maybe jam like a medley of like a song and a half. After they do all the fucking work. And that's, and see, here's the thing. And, you know. Was this your first show? Yes. Okay. Very first concert. And, you know, with rehearsals, with live bands, you know, they, they nine times out of ten, those live bands have a much larger production budget. So they have the, the money to rent the venue for the extra day and say, hey, hey man, you know, we can pay everybody to come out here and do rehearsals. But, you know, with these concerts, it's these artists coming out here and, you know, they sell their own tickets and they keep their profit from that. So realistically, they got to make their own fucking bag. I'm not going to hustle for you. You know what I'm saying? Amen, so amen. that uh, was monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen. But um, 
Lil Poot and Big Stank in that movie, by the way. Big Money Hustlers. <laughs> he fucking, uh, Jonathan came out uh, on the rehearsal day, and we're all setting up, you know, just doing our thing, and we set up this fog machine, and we set it up at an angle, and he just straight up dropped the N-bomb. He oh, says, I'm, oh, I'm assuming he's this white. Is, yeah, he dropped the N-bomb. He goes, this is uh, N-bomb rigged. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, in front of a crowd of people. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's just, that's not, that ain't gonna fly with me. I texted him that night. I was like, look, bro, you really got to like reassess what the fuck you're doing. And then show Knight shows up. He gets on stage. Well, he shows up late. A, he shows up in blackface. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I left that sound. Yeah, he showed up in blackface. and What, at the actual show? Or yeah, the at, the, at the concert. And it was, he, it was around the time of release of Robert Pattinson's Batman. So he was Fuck trying to... the haters. Yeah, he was trying to play it off like he was doing some Batman bullshit. But, I mean, it, it, it was just fucking... It was, what it was, the it was fuck? pathetic, dude. And he got on stage Did you and, kick him off? This at the show. Yeah, it was... It was con- oh I mean, God. dude, it was concert night and everybody was just kind of like, dude, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> We like nobody knew. I mean, and he had his buddy with him. Hey. And he, I, I'm not dogging hey, on. <laughs> I'm not dogging on his buddy. His buddy was just coming to do what the fuck his homie invited him out to do. He had him dressed up as Scarecrow from Batman. I'm not shitting oh. you. So they go up there. They do a few songs. You know, fucking, and people start leaving, dude. I start thinking there's shit wrong with my sound equipment from how bad this shit's mixed. Yeah. So, you know, people are walking out. Everyone's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck are we listening to? I'm not can, trying can to do I, this. Can I uh, maybe have an idea on what it may have sounded like whenever they tried to start? Man, it was like screech. Yeah, yeah, it was worse than that. It was like screeching, like dubstep type shit. And so like three songs in, I was like, fuck, dude, this is going terribly. And three songs in, he just screams and bursts out into this rage and throws a fucking microphone Mind you, this is not my microphone. This is some shit that a band that opened up for the concert yeah. graciously let us use their equipment. And I made it very known that this was not my equipment. He throws this shit into the crowd, throws a stand into the crowd, jumps into the crowd, screams, says he needs five minutes of air. And mind you, this is my first concert. Emotional, yeah. damn I'm freaking the <laughs> fuck out. I am fucking bugging. So I Dude. run up on stage and I'm trying to figure. Were you were you like like off to the side, like backstage? Or I was I was standing next to my fiance, asking her what the fuck to do. Like I was in the crowd. And stuff? Yeah, I was because I was watching people leave and shit. I was like, hey yo, so fucking. I I went up on stage and I was like, all right, fuck it. I grabbed the uh, backup mic and I announced the next artist. Next artist gets on stage. He starts doing his set. This motherfucker, Jonathan, gets back on stage with the mic he threw and says, hey, I had two Cordless, more songs. Cordless, like wireless? Yeah, or gets back yeah. on and finishes those two songs. And I had to play that off and then bring wow. back the artist who I had to introduce. So it was just a whole fucking jamble. But I'm, I use my female brain to exercise my rights, and I don't feel the vapors coming on at all. <laughs> that's basically what the fuck it was, dude. I mean, he was just all over the place. Didn't they? And I mean, I've talked to other fucking uh, promoters in the area, and they don't book him. So, oh my god! Not that I have him blacklisted or anything, but always grab me shit. <laughs> I don't have that kind of power. Always <laughs> grab me shit. No, uh, I think uh, blacklisted is probably a good term for it after the stunt after that he that, pulled. Yep. Holy shit! Man. It was yeah. How I, long ago was this? This was March twenty fifth, two thousand and twenty two. 
Oh my god. And literally right after I started hey, getting man. like texts and they were like, Hey, uh, just so you know, he followed me home after the show and from women and I was like Like oh, women said that he yeah, followed yeah, them? Yeah. In blackface. Yeah. And he texted me and What said, on his fucking tricycle? Because he's a fucking child. Saying. And he was saying, you know, uh that he was like, oh, Benny's making up these accusations about me and all this shit. I'm not going to get too much into the dramatic scenes I of it, but fuck. God damn, that shit really did. I mean, it, it didn't sour my name, but it, you know, for my first attempt at showing my community what my music has to offer. Oh my God. And for your first show, for my too. first impression, it definitely kind of, you know, we definitely brought it back. You know, how, we got, how long was it between that uh, uh, fiasco? I told that motherfucker to leave the venue. I was like, bro, you have to step outside. No, I'm saying place. like from that show. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming um, if I heard you right, uh, it was like earlier in the lineup or on the card. Right? Yeah, it was like the third. So like like there was time for people to try to get back into yeah. the groove. Yeah, I, I definitely went outside okay. and had to recoup and just be like, hey, yeah. everybody, I'm really sorry about that. I have yeah. no idea what the fuck was going on. You whipped on. out the podium. And, and I mean, you have to imagine how the artist that I had to introduce felt after this fucking oh, dickwad gets back on stage and does two songs while you're trying to perform your first. Man. So how long between that show and the one that you did after that? Was it kind of a stretch? I did March and then I did April. So it was back-to-back, basically. Okay. I, March 25th was the night of my first one, and we basically had everything planned out for April by March 26th. So you were already in... Booking artists. Booking and venue negotiations and for the second yeah. one whilst this was happening. Yes. Did that put any kind of hiccups with the booking process or anything? It makes it easier because you have all those artists that you want to book in the room. No, I'm saying like that incident. Did it, did it hinder the process at all? So the only thing that it really hindered was him getting booked for me. The only thing that it really did was, I mean that incident with the the next booking guy is what I'm saying. No, because the next booking guy had an issue with him as well. Really? Yeah. Like, like, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry you had to deal with that yeah, guy. I yeah, know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I mean, and, you know... Y'all kind of, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudged about it. And here's the thing. My whole thing was, that was my first concert, and I was really trying to just promote local music. And yeah. he was from Salem, so I was like, you know, man, I'm really putting... You know, I know you're, in my opinion, I even I was, like, back then, I was like, your music's not that good, but I'm just putting you on to fucking promote Salem. Oh, dude, I have that guy's song. What was his name? Jonathan Tyler. Let me tell you why I suck. Yeah, yeah. just fucking about, dude. Maybe I ought to eat your cornbread. That's probably what he yelled when he jumped off the stage. Just the fucking <laughs> You know that movie Life? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that ain't gonna get my motherfucking cornbread. And I mean, yeah, dude, that shit was fucking nuts. Man, y'all some suckers! <laughs> oh, man. Now I really want to watch that fucking movie. But yeah, dude, that's fucking nuts, man. I can... I can not imagine the headache, you know, that goes through like with booking and like, you know, owners of the venue and like having to deal with all these artists, especially if they if they start getting a little too full of themselves and like being divas and shit. Yeah. And, and then I, people pulling shit like that, because because once you put them on there, your hands are tied. That's what I'm saying. Or like you release them out there and you're vouching for them. That's your name. Yeah, they're tarnishing. You just like get basically get to sit back in the seat and watch. Please somebody. tell me that guy got his ass beat eventually. 
as far as I know, he hasn't done any live performances or dropped any music from that date. Uh, maybe he's doing He comedy. dropped a diss track against me that got like six views. Say what now? He dropped a diss track on me. Diss track on you? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. It happens. It happens. It's all a part of the game. Yeah, and that kind of shit, you know, with artists, you know, with all that shit, it especially stresses whenever, you know, you have that bigger picture of, you know, this isn't just the music. This is how are we going to, you know, promote not even just sales. It's not but, just self-sabotage, but it's like it's it's literally a k- kamikaze move. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's oh, just yes, it fucks, it fucks everything the from the honey. floor up like it's tore up from the fucking floor up, as people like to say. Yeah. Like it just puts everybody in an awkward position. Man, that's fucked up. But I mean, hey, we're golden now, you know. I fucking we could up to a point. I, I almost just played a drop with the N word on it too. Hey, yo, <laughs> not on mine. I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't say it. It's not on mine. I, I almost clicked on it too. But fucking, <laughs> you know, it's just with the main, the sad. main. Ex- That's what it is. It's sad. Expression of making the fucking starting in Salem is you know the the main goal. And like I was saying earlier, is you know. Something that I'm sitting down and trying to talk with parks and recreation is what the funding is uh, going to Oh, I cost. bet you have to deal with them a lot. More really the health department and the fire marshal on my ass. But I remember I remember you were saying something about the fire marshal at the, the Raquel show. Yeah, fire marshal was on my nuts, and then he was also on my nuts at the Summer Smash event. Well, they, that was outside. Well, I guess... They need every reason to come and mess with me. And it's also a small town. I mean, he has to earn his paycheck, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but fucking weird. So, um, if somebody ashes a cigarette over here, the fucking orphanage forest. will burn up a block whole away. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, obviously he's probably not waking up every day like fuck yeah, dude. I get to go shut down a rap concert. You know, he's just uh-huh. probably trying to fucking feed his kids. You know what I'm saying? Technical problems. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking, I've been trying to sit down with the parks and, and recreation centers in Salem and just say, you know, hey. How are we going to rebuild or redesign the Salem community pool for it to be open for people and, you know, start to reincorporate those things that were there when so long ago that were taken away from the community and need to get brought back in? And it's how are we going to do that with the platform that we're building and the culture that we're creating that brings in so much business and does so well? Oh, yeah, we go, we'll fuck with it. That, as, as El Capone would say, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then this is what. God damn it! It crashed again. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Not no. the sound. No, but uh, we'll we'll figure out a little bit while this goes up. All right. So, unless uh, you had anything more to add about that, I think it's time. <laughs> she just texted me. Said I'm totally falling asleep watching Coraline. Good for you. That's a good ass movie, man. I love Coraline. I saw that in 3D when it first came out. I still watch that over. Well, I still watch scenes from it. That's a very in-depth. I'll watch movie. it. It's a very in-depth movie with a lot, yeah. of, with a lot of theories. A lot, of, yeah, a lot of, uh, dude. Man, I wish Nate was here. He'd fucking tell you all of them, dude. Right I've off seen the top, it. right off the top it, yeah. of his head. He he was a real big fan of um, uh, uh, Tim Burton and that kind of Tim style. Burton did his shit with yeah. that movie, dude. Yeah. Tim Burton fucked it up with that movie. That yeah. was fire. I I remember. Um, so I've been I've been watching I've been uh, binge watching a lot of MythBusters lately. Um, like from episode one on, and you know that uh, that was it, Jamie Jamie Heineman and uh, Adam Savage, and I think even um, uh, Grant Imahara, God rest his soul, um, they all worked with Tim Burton. They all worked with Lucas Films. 
and uh, and shit like that. And oh I, yeah, all and the time. I think I think uh, was it Adams, Adam Savage's dog, that you see like in early episodes is a black kind of like Labrador looking dog. I think so. Uh, he even named it Zero. So. Damn, I actually read online most of the people from uh, Mythbusters were actually um, like set designers and shit for Star Wars. Oh yeah, I didn't oh, yeah. know that. I saw Grant was, I didn't know Grant passed. Yeah, no, he had. I think it was like an aneurysm. But fucking, or I saw a blood, that, or a blood clot or something other. I saw that he was like a stormtrooper in one of the original films. Yeah, I yeah. A lot of a badass. lot of the tech guys would go. You know, um, here's a little a uh, little known fact. Um, I actually knew this before Nathan. Uh, you remember the last three Star Wars movies, like the newest ones? Yeah. Okay. What was the first one? The Force Awakens, I think. Um, the one where fucking uh, uh, Kylo first pops out. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah, I think okay. that is the first. The Force Awakens. Okay. You remember when Rey starts getting the powers when she's in the like, like, uh, like yeah. in the in the uh, interrogation room? Yeah. And uh, there's that stormtrooper, and she tries to do like, "You will release me and drop your weapon or whatever." And at first, he's just like. It's like shut the hell up. And, but then, but then she ended up like, she ended up succeeding the second time. You know who that stormtrooper was? Who? Daniel Craig, fucking 007. No fucking way. He's uncredited. Damn. If you listen, if you listen to the voice, it's him. He's the one that drops the weapon on his way out of the room. Shit. Like the one that was guarding her. Yeah. Um, that and um, shit. What was I gonna say? No, but like a lot of those tech guys would actually be extras. Throw you know? a mask on hell, them. Hell, uh, one of the, I can't, I don't know what her character's name is, but you know how, um, what's her face? Um, Princess Leia. Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Carrie Fisher died in the, right at the ass end or like start of the, the uh, episode nine. Um, so they kind of had to superimpose her face, like, you know, kind of rewrite the script. AI, yeah. Yeah. But you know that um, that girl that's that was in all three of those movies as a rebellion. There's a girl there. You see, like kind of like come and go. That's actually Carrie Fisher's daughter. Jesus, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, they use a lot of fucking like they have a lot of little fucking subtle details oh, yeah. and shit. Oh yeah, and uh, I don't know if you ever heard the name um, Warwick Davies or Not Warwick Davis. Not off the top. Um, he's a little guy. But he was the original Ewok that uh, Princess Leia befriended in Return of the Jedi. And in the new ones, he plays that same Ewok. Oh, and his yeah. son, who's also a little person, plays his Ewok son. That's fucking badass. That's some wholesome shit that Star Wars did right there. Oh, yeah. Warwick Davis, badass. man. He's awesome. If you ever, you can actually find this show on YouTube in its entirety. It's called An Idiot Abroad. Um, and he's part of the third season of it. Um, pretty much, uh, you know, Stephen Merchant and, um, uh, 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 fuck. uh, Rich, Richard Gervais. I know so, Richard Gervais. Yeah, yeah, the creator of The Office and shit yeah. like that. Okay, him and Stephen Merchant send their regular xenophobic friend to exotic locations, but not in, like, nice places. The like, shitty and, like, shitty fucking, dude, and he just hates it all. And, like, they're just putting him through all this shit in the third season. It's called An Idiot Abroad. Abroad. So the third season. I think I've seen a bit of that, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think I have fucking seen it. Oh, my God. It's so goddamn funny. The the entire show is on YouTube. Um, But uh, on the third season, Warwick Davis, that we were just talking about, goes with him. And he's just, like, 
bewildered on how inconsiderate he is and like unaccepting and they even tried to do that like assisted uh jump from the stratosphere yeah. uh in Vegas which Burt Kreischer did the first one um but like there was like these Siamese or conjoined twins in India and Carl the guy that they send off he's like he's like what what if you fancy a guy and uh, she, she don't fancy him either or whatever and like they really have to crawl and they yeah. actually wor- worship these chicks and he's you know a little guy big hands you know <laughs> He looks like a fucking Lego character, pretty much. Yeah, and and he's just he's just bewildered by how fucking God ignorant damn. Carl is. That don't. But anyways, yeah. Ah, uh, not to cut this thought short, but I need to pee, so I will pee really fast, and we'll be right back. Oh wait, wait, wait. and yeah. then it can be freestyle o'clock. Oh, freestyle o'clock, freestyle thirty. I gave you my heart and you left it here in pieces You would always tell me you would never leave it And everybody told me I needed to leave it But then did it feel good Every time we fight at least staircase love it Take it down on me, say I'm a dime in a dozen Your love was a high and it let me hear nothing But then did it feel good Can't say it was working but I believe it's worth it Sure I love my lesson and I'm still hurting I can call him back when you call for me Still run me in, tied enough for me I know you'll be the death of me So you don't got the biggest part, just take the rest of me Now I'm way too toxic for anybody else And he don't fight with me, I'ma fight with somebody else He got apologies, man I don't want that That boy's bad for me, then give me all that Give me that good good, they never call back You ain't deceiving me, I know I saw that I gave you my heart and you left it here in pieces You would always tell me, you would never leave it Everybody told me I needed to leave it, but then did it feel good? Every time we fight, at least staircase love it. Take it down on me, say I'm a dime and a dozen. Your love was a high and it let me hear nothing, but then did it feel good? You was the one, but it turned into a tragedy Remember all the fights And every time that you was mad at me I was always working Trying to come up with a masterpiece While you was standing flirting And living your life happily I was so blind And I thought I really loved you I gave you everything You fuck it up How can I trust you? Never trust a whole girl That's the code I should've stuck to I knew it was over Since the night you went and fucked, dude I done changed my life, bitch I don't care what you been up to We went from being married Now I'm always screaming, fuck you Found me a good lady But she ain't afraid to buzz too uh, Said she ain't afraid to bust too I gave you my heart and you left it here in pieces You would always tell me 